Welcome to the McLean Church Podcast, where we discuss how our lives and our faith come together in practical ways. Now here's your host, McLean Church Campus Pastor, Ben DiStefano. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the McLean Church Ministry Podcast and episode four of season two. I'm your host, Ben DiStefano, Campus Pastor for McLean Church Erie and McLean Church Digital. Tonight, we switch things up a bit. Tavia Kelly is joining us on the mic, and we're going to flip the table, and she's going to play our host and ask me some questions about Immerse as we are in our second season of the Immerse Bible Reading Challenge here at McLean Church. This one's called Beginnings. So thanks for joining us, and uh, let's get going. Well, what a great honor for us to be joined by Tavia Kelly tonight. Tavia, great to have you with us tonight. Great to be here. Yeah. So uh, just before we flip the tables, uh, give us a little insight as to your current role uh, here at McLean Church and uh, how rewarding it is for you in that role. Yeah. Well, uh, simply put, um, I help people find community within the life of the church. Um, The goal is to help people get connected to others and to get uh, connected to God um, in in their growing relationship. Uh, Our life groups vary a lot, um, and we like it that way. Uh, Some groups find their common ground around a stage of life or maybe a particular Bible study they wanna focus on, while others find their connection through a passion, um, maybe uh, running or uh, biking, baking, gardening. We've had a whole host of things, a fishing group. Um, And uh, our leaders feel very passionate about their groups. And I really just love helping them succeed in in their vision and passion. Um, I I also really enjoy watching them make God moments happen within the culture of their small group. Um, I, I guess I really enjoy watching people have breakthroughs uh, with their connections to other people or their connections to God. You know, not every time a gathering happens is it um, highly inspirational, but uh, the the moments come where you have a breakthrough relationally or a breakthrough with God and that group is there celebrating and a part of that. And it, it makes the journey so worth it and uh, really is the culmination of a successful, healthy Christian life uh, to, to do it um, in a group like that. And I just love being a part of that process. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think McLean, we've got strong life groups. Uh, we've got a strong foundation for life groups. Um, I've been a part of a, a number of different churches and, and it's not necessarily the norm uh, across the country, but I think it's, it's the, it's, it's one of the things that um, in 2020 uh, kept us together. It was, yes. it was one of the adhesives that, mm-hmm. that kept our church uh, together and, and plugging away was just our life groups, even when we were in quarantine and couldn't meet, just the yes. opportunity to jump on a Zoom call or, or already have that, that relationship established where a phone call uh, was was more than welcomed, but That's it right. was life giving. Oh, our our life group leaders have been our heroes. Uh, the extreme uh, things they have done to uh, 
help support through this very difficult time um, in a way that we never as a staff could have. Uh, so really they have been the heroes of the whole thing. And, and honestly, they bring that dedication uh, week after week after week and they feel the call of God on what they do and it's evident and it, it's very fun to be a part of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great thing. Yeah, so I get to take the mic and yeah. ask you some yeah, questions. Absolutely. Um, so uh, let's start uh, the first um, question uh, with your uh, church background, mm-hmm. and uh, give us some insight into how the immerse uh, Bible experience has maybe uh, been influenced or a part of that. Yeah. So I, I grew up. Um, I grew up in the. I grew up in Erie, so I'm an Erieite, and um, um, graduated from Fairview High School. So we lived in the West County, and I was just thinking about this the other day. I have a uh, milestone birthday coming up at the end of the week, and I thought about it. I I can't believe I'm saying that I've lived in Erie for 36 years, total. You know, front end, back end, where I'm at now, 36. Total years, you know, when you're growing so you're up as 36. A, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, so, um, you know, I think when you're growing up as a kid, you always want to get out of where you grew up and experience life. And we were able to circle back and get back here. So, so I'm from here um, and uh, uh, went to church uh, from from uh, birth. Actually, you know, we are my family. My parents were already. Uh, in, uh, involved in a church. Um, and we were faithful. We, every week, every week we were there. Um, Die hard. yeah, yeah. Well, back then, back then, I don't know that it was, it, it was, it was die, die hard. It was typical. It was like, oh, I think, sure. I mm-hmm. think back in the day, um, that's what church was like. That's what you did. Mm-hmm. You, it was every week mm-hmm. up and going and, and, um, I loved my church, loved my, my, our church family. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of value there. I think one of the challenges, um, with, with my church background is that we were a very conservative, um, uh, denominational church and not that that's a bad thing, but what happens, uh, at times and it was, I think true in, in our situation is, uh, it was very strong and almost uh, leaning to the point of legalistic. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the things that the values that you grow up with uh, come from a, a probably unintended, but it's, it happened and it, and it forms a legalistic mindset where everything's black and white. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's preceded with, a Christian wouldn't, and then just fill in the blank, right? X, Y, Z. Okay. Uh, or if you're a good Christian, you would, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And then there's this, there's these values of how to be a good Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just that you have a quiet time, but it's it's these many hours, it's this. Mm-hmm. And again, it wasn't stuff that's necessarily pulpit down to the congregation preached, mm-hmm. but it was definitely the vibe. Mm-hmm. And right. um, you picked up on that mm-hmm. a lot. And so a, as much as I, as I loved my, my church family and background, it did for me, I did feel like I owned that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And remember even feeling like when I looked at people from other churches or things like, well, they're not real Christians because they're not part of our 
our tribe. Yeah. You right. know what I there mean? There you go. Yeah. And um, uh, it was, it's, it, it, it's still a journey. Let me just say it that way. It's mm-hmm. still, if you've grown up in a certain style of church, mm-hmm. when you hear other styles and you're drawn to it and you know that there's truth there, that there's value, sure. that it's not wrong. Right. You begin to question and rethink where you came from. Mm-hmm. And again, love the people that we were with. And, um, but uh, it, it, for me, however it came to me and however, and again, I think my family unit p- played a part in that, a big part of that um, extended family unit played a big part in that. So just this, this, this conservative, which isn't bad, uh, Christian upbringing, but leaned into that legalism where it made everything black and white. There's some good things with that. And there's sure. some, there's it's some, well there's a lot of baggage right? with that. It's too. well-intentioned. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well-intended. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well-intended. And as kids, they, we pick up on things oddly that parents and adult mentors probably didn't even intend, right. but we absorb it in a way and um, kind of try to be good, good little mm-hmm. soldiers with that yeah. uh, information or, or mm-hmm. vibe. And uh, yeah, so however, it comes to you in a certain package. Yep. And now here you are, right. and right. you're, you're, you know, we're looking at this immerse. Yeah. And so what and- immerse did was, and, and, and again, kudos to, to, to BK, to, to, to pastor Brian. Right. I mean, just the way he teaches and unfolds the history and the backstory is so powerful to help us understand the totality of scripture. Whereas again, if you're in a different kind of background, you don't, you don't get the totality of it. You get the wedge, you know, if, mm-hmm. if, or the prepackaged, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And any other, anything different is, 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 you know, held at arm's length. And, and Brian just has this way of, of opening it up for us. That is, is it's, it's instructive and life-giving at the same time. And so when we come to the immerse, uh, uh, challenges that we've done both in the fall and, and now in the, in, in, in the spring here, it's just a reminder to me again of where I was and just the challenge to think more broadly. And it's, it, and, and when you think about it, it's, it's at various points and I've kind of made my peace over the years with, with where I was and, and have my own, you know, uh, can support my own beliefs on, on certain things, but it's good to be reminded again of the, the totality of scripture, the, the framing of it, the context of it, the, because it all plays a part in what we're learning and what, what it means. Mm -hmm. And, and I think there's still, even in how Brian brings it, um, and, and in the discussions that we're having, there's still room for, for, for healthy conversation, for healthy Absolutely. debate, like, like, Hey, I understand what he's saying, but still, what about, are you telling me, are you sure? Mm-hmm. How come? And, and I think there, and, and I think one of the, the, the benefits of, of how we're presenting it is it's not black and white. 
um, outside of the essentials, mm-hmm. right? Outside mm-hmm. of a, a, a Trinitarian view of God, God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, outside of a, a Christology that, that Christ is the Son of God. Like, mm-hmm. like there are some things that are pretty f- fundamental, foundational, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But out the, you know, when you start moving off, like we allow each other to, as the, uh, I, I opened our session um, uh, off, off, off air of the podcast, but I prayed and I, I was reminded of the proverb that said, as iron sharpens iron, so we sharpen each other. Right. This, this conversation, these are helpful. Yeah, Whereas yeah. for many people, those conversations are taboo. No, yeah. you believe this right. and that's it. Just put your head down and keep going. It, it reminds me of what Brian said. Uh, I think it was just last week. One of his key points is that the Old Testament makes us gravel, grapple with the gray. And so, of course, when there's gray, this is a, an opportunity for dialogue and uh, life application is not as black and white as we uh, maybe uh, as children were, were led to think about yeah, it. For sure. Um, so uh, what might you say are some of the prevailing themes that you've noticed um, as, as you've gone through this immerse and this, this study of Leviticus? Yeah, I, I love how how the old testament and how we as we look at it through immerse and how again how brian is teaching it on the weekends um or whenever you you catch it you know uh these overarching themes within the stories i love how they're presented um again drawing us back to see what the author has been trying to show us, not just examining the stories that we read, right? It's, it's and again, so often we, we read the story or we heard the story and that's all we heard. It was the story. And then some, some things were extrapolated from it and, and value was assigned to it. But, but there wasn't a lot of, at least in the churches, in the, in the pulpits, or even in some of the life groups, there wasn't a lot of, well, let's look at the background. Let's look at the, what are the overarching themes that we see here? I mean, obviously, obviously there's, you know, we see redemption, we see forgiveness, we see restoration, but then, but then we get to this, this digging in just a little bit more and we see more clearly, um, different themes, different thoughts, different ideas, like, like the creation narrative and values that are woven into the other stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, Brian showed us again in, in, in the tent, the, the tabernacle, how the number seven was woven into that to take mm-hmm. us back to creation. Those are great new thoughts for us to think about. It's not just, it's not just the, the Israelites created a tent or a tabernacle and, oh, look at the detail, but it's, it's the detail is there for a reason. The, the number, the it's, it's, it's in a seven, uh, you know, the number seven is used for a reason for a purpose. And then, and then even as we look at scriptures, um, seeing how they the authors would pen it would would pen this the writings in a certain rhythm or in a certain way poetic that, artistic right, that yeah. would, again it, it's not random it's not by accident mm-hmm. and and again it's there on purpose yeah to to remind us of creation and what about creation and, I, and it was great again this week's uh this week's message um, was was fantastic. So February uh, 28 of 2021, if you want to look it up, 
just reminded again that in creation, everything was good. Mm. It was good. That what God does and what God creates is good. And so if we can hold on to that, then the, the things that are not good in our life and in our world, we can look at that and go, I'm not sure that like, that's from God. Like, mm -hmm. like, like that's not a God value. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's something wrong with that. Maybe I need to take a look at that because, because again, not just the stories that we, that we hear, but the themes that we see mm -hmm. are reminding us about creation are reminding us about the goodness um, of God. And, and, and again, the, the, another, another theme that, that I, that I uh, appreciate. And this came from the Facebook group uh, that, that was chatting back and forth. Um, that, hey, kudos to the Facebook. Group. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah, they are. They're really, they're really having fun, you know, throwing ideas and thoughts mm -hmm. and, and resources. Joe had some good resources he threw out there. And, mm -hmm. and um, you know, with, with I, I remember reading that because it was like this week or the week before somewhere in the last 10 days, we were in the reading of all the detail that yeah. went into the the building of the tabernacle and the temple mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. curtains and the outfits and the all, mm -hmm. and it's not just you know wear a purple you know outfit it's no it's supposed to be woven this way and has these row these hooks and fasteners i'll tell you just to be honest i got lost like i can't <laughs> like my brain could not track i don't have that that engineering kind of uh, uh, thought process. I'm, I'm not an architect. Like, like I hear things like that and it's just, it's, it gets it's, overwhelming. It's almost gobbledygook. Like, mm -hmm. it's like, and I don't mean that, but the visuals help with that. Right. Don't they? Right. But, when uh -huh. you can find the visuals, it does help. And I say, Oh, that's what they mean by yeah. I, the I, hook. I, I couldn't tell you what, what 40 way. feet of curtain looks like. I have no idea. What's <laughs> for, uh, Oh, that's what, it, Oh, that mm -hmm. makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. But but the, the, the comments that were being made on the Facebook was, look at all the detail. Doesn't it remind us of how much God cares mm -hmm. about detail? Yes. And I, I, I think I, I uh, made a comment back and I think, uh, I think it was, I think Andrea was in on yeah, that. And Maria I think Lori, Cross. Lori, we got Maria, Maria Cross, Cross. is actually an artist herself. You know, yeah. I mean, well, she's uh, an art uh, teacher. People so, that get right, it. Right. Right. Yeah. And then here's, here's this, you know, Mm -hmm. bozo jumping in like I don't get anything that's going on but but my comment was it also reminds me that God has gifted the church mm -hmm. with different people who have to play different roles mm -hmm. because we all can't do the same thing well even the passage uh, specifically says God gave I forget his mm -hmm. name but the the lead craftsman uh this abundant talent to do his work and what a joy that he does use us and allows us to be a part of right. things and, and our gifts and our hobbies can, can be very valuable in God's kingdom and in yeah. the church still today. Yeah. Sure. And so if we, if we wrestle with that appropriately, we, we, we walk away with that saying Moses and Aaron didn't build the tabernacle. Mm -mm. You know, That's I think, right. I think it'd, it'd be easy to say that like in a, again, like a trivial pursuit Bible, right. Edition who built the tabernacle Moses. Oh, you're right. Good job. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, it was, it was, mm -hmm. it was a totality of mm -hmm. God's people mm -hmm. brought their gift and their talent and their ability. And, and even today I was, I was listening and, 
and you know they took their earrings off to melt the gold down and you know what maybe i can't hammer a nail but i can give you a a coin to melt down right so we all have a part to play Mm -hmm. and again when you start to read the scriptures from that perspective I think it, it opens up uh, a, a lot of things. And, and one, of the, one of the other things that I've just, I just keep running through my head is this idea, again, we see it in, especially in, in Leviticus, in our, in our uh, uh, messages that Brian's been giving, um, launching on the weekend and then available all weekends in, in various social media forms, is, is the, one of the overarching themes is this is how you approach God. Mm-hmm. God is God is willing to come and dwell with us, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But but in dwelling, it's, there's also a way we approach Him. And I, I sometimes sometimes I wonder if if in our uh, in our climate or in our culture we're a little too casual with God, mm-hmm. we're a little too flippant with with God, you know. Um, uh, we, we do, we do know that, that, that Christ is, you know, a friend that sticks closer than a brother, that, that God is, is that companion with us, that God walks with us. And the Abba uh, father, the daddy. Right, mm-hmm. right. But there's also this, this, this holiness, this, this sovereignty, this different, this other than that, that sometimes we skip over. And again, rereading these passages just is reinforcing this, this idea of how we approach God. And it reminded me of, um, of uh, the C.S. Lewis's uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, one of my favorites. I, 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 lo- I can't tell you I read the book. But oh, I've seen the movie. Oh, oh but I know I've, the book's so much I've better. Seen then. the movie. See, everybody that's a reader tells me the books are so much better. I have no idea. I'm just telling you the movie was pretty good. But um, so there's this. There's this. Uh, obviously, if, if you're listening to this and you don't have any concept, look up C.S. Lewis's The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, because it is a total. Uh, the entire book is a metaphor of God interacting with people and the redemption story and, right, and all of right. that, good versus evil and 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 all that. Mm-hmm. But in the so so in the middle of this crafted message that C.S. Lewis is 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 giving, he's beginning to address. Uh, who God is, and and it's this this figure Aslan who is who is seen as a lion in the mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. Um, and and there's this there's this part of the of the the book I guess, but definitely in the movie. But there's this part <laughs> of the book where where the 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 humans the 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 Pevensies right Lucy and and Peter and and uh, uh, Susan and uh, uh, the other one that I can't remember right now, but, but they discover mm-hmm. Narnia, the land of, Peter. of, of God's people. And they, they begin, yeah, Peter, and they begin to interact uh-huh. there. Yeah. And, um, and, and so the, the kids come across this, this family of beavers mm-hmm. and the beavers are trying to explain to them who got, who Aslan is, who, who they're going to see and who they're going to meet. And so the, the beavers are trying to, to, to explain this. And, uh, and, and Susan says, and Susan says, Oh, I thought he was a, a man. Is, is he quite safe? I, I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. And then, and then Mrs. Beaver follows up with 
that you will, dearie. And make no mistake, mm -hmm. if there's anyone who can appear before Aslan without their knees knocking, they're either braver than most or else just silly. Mm. And then Lucy asks, asks this question, then he isn't safe? And Mr. Beaver says, safe? Don't you hear what Mrs. Beaver tells you? Who, who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe. But he's good. He's the king. He's good. And when I think about this, how should we approach God? It's with this reverence. Yes. Where I'm not afraid of who God is because mm. it's not about safety. It's not about, can I stand in his, it's about reverence. It's about other than-ness. It's about holiness. Mm -hmm. Safe? Mm -hmm. He's not safe. And I think, I think if we really watched and read, again, read the scripture, read the Old Testament that we just read, not a lot of safe things. I, I think, uh, I think Lot's wife, not sure that God's safe. You know, when you look over your shoulder and you turn to a pillar of salt. He's right? very powerful, isn't he? I mean, mm -hmm. but he's, but, but here's the narrative. He's good. He's good. Mm -hmm. And, and that is something I think if, if we could just pick up on uh, and carry it through the New Testament, I think that could change how we approach God day in and day out. Mm, like not that. not in this flippant, yo, bro, what's up, how you doing kind of way, mm -hmm. but in this, 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 uh, this. More intentional. Yes, intentional with, with a reverence mm -hmm. that God is good. Yes. But he's not safe because safety means I let my guard down and then nothing I do matters. Mm. And, and I can just live however I want. And God's not putting up with that. Yeah. Good point. Good so point. So those are just some themes that, yeah, that I like just those. spin Thank around you. in That's my head. Very good. Yeah. If you, if you had one particular theme or takeaway that you could boil it down. Yeah. I, I, I think it's this, I, I alluded to it a moment ago that God has come to us, mm. that God is present, that, that God is approachable to me. To me, again, as 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 Brian unpacks it for the congregation, you know, of course, I've I've been to Bible college and seminary, and you know, I get the concept and and, and the understanding. But again, to hear him break it down for us and to remind us that 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 in context, they're in the context of a culture where there are other gods all around them. Mm -hmm. iron and stone and wood and clay and 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 mythical gods that they that they are crying out to that they are trying mm -hmm. to get their attention mm -hmm. they're crying out they're making these extravagant extravagant sacrifices to get their attention to appease the gods to maybe, maybe they would wink at us or smile at us or send rain for our crops. And I, I think it's interesting how Brian keeps keeps talking about it. And then there's this new God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're getting to know. Yeah. Yeah. And Who, he's approachable. Who's approachable. And, yeah. and, and it's, it's not just that he's approachable, but he has come to us. Mm -hmm. He has, as, as, uh, 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 the message 
Bible would say in John, he moved into our neighborhood. Or the tabernacle, he mm -hmm. did move right in. Mm -hmm. Yes, right in the center. And, and, mm -hmm. and what, a, what a powerful image to understand mm. that while the, the, the people around us are, are, are doing, are expending tremendous amounts of energy and time and resources, hoping that they would get the attention of a God, the God has moved in right next to them, hmm. has come to them. And, and to me, that's the ball game. That's great. God is here. Yeah. God I is with us. appreciate that. That's wonderful. So um, as, as we wrap up, um, is, is there one final thought you'd like to leave us with? Yeah, I, I really like how, how, how we've been wrestling with this thought that, that form doesn't matter the practice does. Mm. Because here's what's going to happen. If, if we get too dialed in, if we get too dialed into this tabernacle and tent okay. idea, yeah. we're going to get too connected to it. And we're going to get, yeah, but what about the tabernacle? And what about the tent? And what about the curtains? And what about the posts? And what about the, and what the Bible continues to show us is, is things change. Different eras call for different things because pretty soon we're going to move from, in our reading, we're going to move from a tabernacle and a tent to a temple mm, that's yes. fixed somewhere. Mm -hmm. The story didn't change. Like, like the, 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 overarching themes didn't change. There's still redemption. There's still compassion. There's still reconciliation. Still God, yeah. unchanged. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it moved now to a fixed temple. Mm -hmm. now, now, even in the tabernacle era that we're reading about, they're still moving all over the place. When the, when the cloud moves during the day, follow it. When the, when the fire moves at night, follow it. Well, that's called change. Mm -hmm. Change happens. Mm -hmm. What God gave them was the, 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 the tools to that during the change, the practices can still remain. Mm -hmm. We see that again at a, bigger, at, a, at a greater level when they go from temple or from tabernacle to temple. And then it almost like, like flips back on its head when it goes from temple to house groups in the New Testament. Yeah. Because that's how the church gathered they found who had a house and they just got together. And, and there are times in the New Testament where Paul alludes to, you know, some wealthy people had a bigger house. And so more people could come together and be present there. It all, so now they went back to a nomadic concept. Mm, yeah. Now they're, now they're back to moving around. And then what happened, you know, in whatever Brian would know what century it was, but <laughs> then we created cathedrals, mm. tabernacle tent, moving around, go to a temple temple, Christ comes, dies on a cross, resurrection. Now we're moving around house to house. Well, after we move around from house to house for a while, what are we going to do? We're going to build a cathedral. Now COVID-19 hits and we don't have, we're not allowed to be in the cathedral. What are we going to do? We're going to go house to house and we're going to go on digital and we're going to go online. What's that? <laughs> zoom. Yeah, we're going to Zoom. Yeah, it's called Zoom. Like Paul didn't know anything about Zoom. But, but like that's what, that's so the form doesn't matter, but the principles do, the practice does, because in each of those settings, whether it's tent, temple, uh, home, uh, cathedral, there's prayer. 
There's a reverence of God. There's a, a there's a we we recognize the distinction with God. There's there is atonement for for sin. There is a reconciliation of of our 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 past to our current, and and so all of that's still there. The practice is still there, even though the form has changed. And I think too often we've 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 married the form, and we've not uh, paid attention to the 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 real message that God's bringing is in all the practices that are going on. Well said. Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing tonight. Appreciate hearing a little bit of your personal story and your takeaways and uh, how Immerses fit into that. And uh, so thank you. I'll be glad to let you resume hosting. (laughs) (laughs) Not a problem. So yeah. So Thank you all. Thank you, my fans, all, <laughs> all four of them. All right, so here's the, here's the question I have for you, Tavia, before we end tonight. Um, can you give us a little update on this, 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 we, so if this new practice mm-hmm. that we're calling McLean Anywhere, what's, what's that all about? Yeah, well, thanks for asking. It's a, you, you actually gave me a great segue for that. And uh, McLean Anywhere is a, a very innovative a new tool that we have designed for hosting a worship gathering anywhere. And uh, this resource is called McLean Anywhere. And it provides uh, anyone who wants to host a worship gathering um, everything that they would need from sermon, audio, or video, announcements, prayer, uh, discussion questions, um, it, it actually uh, is put in fresh every single week in keeping with exactly what we are preparing for our own worship gatherings, which are coming off uh, in different uh, settings every week. So we're kind of taking the theme for the week and we might have a live worship gathering here uh, we might have uh, something in a home. We might have uh, an age group gathering and a smaller thing on a Tuesday night, for instance. But the sermon and the thought and the prayers and the resources uh, might look have different forms throughout the week, uh, different places where those things come come to be. But uh, it's all well thought through, mm-hmm. and it's all very McLean Church cultured and driven by a a solid foundation of a message and uh, what we're all working on and and developing together so uh to use this you certainly don't have to be a life group leader um you don't have to be a ministry director or pastor Uh, it's really a great option for families on the go for a group of friends who might want to get together um, for life groups. Our life groups have been uh, using this tool. might be a group of neighbors. Um, It's just really uh, available to anyone. Um, Even if someone wants to spend some structured time alone, uh, you could use the same resource for that. So uh, we're really committed to this new approach. We're so committed that we're very excited to um, have a training, a one-hour training on March 10th from 7 to 8 right here at the Edinburgh site um, for people to grow more comfortable with how to use this and understand uh, how it gets inputted um, each week. Uh, But it's right there 
uh, going to be fully available on our website. And um, we are also going to include that in our app. Uh, as we know, we've just uh, launched our new app. And this will be a part of that as well. Um, so uh, we're really excited about it. If you uh, can just reserve that night, March 10th, please uh, go to our online uh, our website and register right there. You'll see McLean Anywhere. Uh, and you can register. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Awesome. Uh, it'll be led by Spence, our worship director, and myself. Awesome. So just another, another a different form, but the same practices, prayer, scripture, the message, right. caring for each other, and, and uh, any, been, anywhere you are. Yeah, we have resources that go along with this, such as uh, helping with child care or um, uh, communion. Uh, we can put together a communion kit for a group to use, and, and there's some other things too. Yeah, so. Awesome. Be sure to check that out, mcleanchurch.org, and uh, search for McLean Anywhere. Uh, that'll be up and running, and then March 10th. Well, that'll do it for our time today. Uh, don't forget to check out all of the resources we have available at mcleanchurch.org. From there, you'll see a link to the Immerse Beginnings page, and you'll also be able to find McLean anywhere. You'll see how to pick up one of the Beginnings books, as well as downloadable resources for you and your family. Be sure to check out the McLean Church Immerse Facebook group, a place to connect and share your own thoughts and insights on your readings. If you're interested in being part of this Monday gathering and podcast audience, you can join us at our Edinburgh campus on Mondays for the rest of March 2021 from 6.30 to 8 o'clock or join live via Zoom. Hey, remember to submit your questions for a future podcast to questions at mcleanchurch.org. If you'd like to support the podcast and help us impact a region for Jesus Christ, visit mcleanchurch.org slash give and make a donation in any amount. We'll be back again next week with more of the McLean Church Ministry Podcast and the Immerse Challenge. For now, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the McLean Church Ministry Podcast. Let other people know about this show by liking it and reviewing it in your podcast provider. This has been a presentation of McLean Church, a non-denominational church located in Northwest Pennsylvania. Be sure to visit our website, mcleanchurch.org, for more information on the church, as well as our weekly gatherings, both in person and online. Visit our YouTube channel, McLean Church, for the most recent worship and kids recordings.